Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Help I'm an Adult. It's Sharon speaking, and here with me I have some very, very special people. Introduce yourself, ladies. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm Tino. I have known Sharon since the beginning of uni, which is about 2012. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm Caroline. And I've been Sharon since beginning of uni as well, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> 2013 yeah. was a year later. Mm. So these are my best friends. I have three, but these are two of my best friends. And um, we just happened to be away visiting Caroline, myself and Tina. And I thought we'd do an episode continuing from what was talked about last time, which was a throwback on becoming who I am. And I talked about my high school friends. But this time around, I'm talking about, about my university friends who also happen to be my actual best friends. And like I said last time, I didn't have best friends in high school. So this for me, it's like, yeah, I made it in the friend category. So um, I'm just going to ask the girls like one question and then we'll just go down memory lane from there and <laughs> see how life goes. All right. So my first question would be, how have you been finding adulting so far? Don't all speak at once, by the way. <laughs> That's a really hard question. Um, <laughs> I understand, like, we all have different experiences and stuff, but if you just say what yours is in comparison to mine, because I have talked about mine in the past, so... I mean, it's been it's been weird, um, to say the least. Um, weird good? Weird good, yeah. Like, it, at first it was, like, really, really hard, and I really struggled, but I think I'm beginning to, like, get my stride in things. So, like, what would you say those struggles are? Um, basically, moving back home is so hard. Oh, Reach. my word. Yes. That's me. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, a different experience. I think because I moved out when I went to uni and never moved back home. Mm. So, and I live with my boyfriend, so it's... I enjoy it. I love it. <laughs> I think I've had a more positive no. adulting experience. So Caroline is that friend that was like, when she got a, a job, she went, I love my job. And then the rest of us are like, like uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that's, but. it's weird because obviously I was like, oh, I'm not like, I'm not going to get the job that I went to uni for. And because everyone always says, oh yeah, I'm not going to, um, I'm just not going to get to where I want to be. And then surprisingly, I didn't actually have to wait as long, considering the average waiting time after you graduate is like a year. And I only waited probably about like five to six months until I got my potentially dream job in the actual career direction, whatever you call it, subject that I studied in at uni, which is very rare. Apparently. Oh yeah, yeah. tell me about it. Especially, oh, yeah. especially in like marine biology, like no one ever becomes a marine biologist. <laughs> No, and I was no, like, kind of small, like two point five percent of us who actually go to uni to study marine biology end up doing marine biology. Wow. That's not a known statistic. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I agree completely. Like, mm. I don't know. Apart from Caroline, is there anyone in like our massive friendship group that we think? And okay, maybe one <clears throat> more person. Beth is doing yeah. something she studied. Definitely. Is she actually? Yeah, yeah she's, she's doing physiotherapy. physiotherapy. Oh, yeah. So that's quite ironic considering she also studied marine biology. Oh, yeah, she did. So, <laughs> oh, okay. We're, we're splitting someone course. else's, like, secret. <laughs> but, yeah. So, she, like, I think you two are the only two people out of how many of us? Nine of us in that one group. 
Wasn't it Shannon? Yeah, she. Yeah, but she kind of went like a slightly different route, but she's still yeah, kind of in the bunch. Did she go back to study? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So different routes to adults and young. That's how it goes. Oh, straight but, up. <laughs> but, I also um, think you don't need to go to uni. As I well. don't think so um, as well. I think that's quite overrated at the moment that you have to go to uni to go there's like, anywhere. Of, no. There's a lot of apprenticeship programs this now is that thing. is like thriving. I, I think wish come I knew back it to fashion soon. I wish I knew about apprenticeships before I went to uni because I think for me that would have been a better path. Mm. Because when I went to uni, I just kind of like ran into a degree i just kind of i went through clearing i didn't get bad results but i didn't get the results that i wanted and i ended up just kind of choosing a career that my parents both did instead of you know actually taking the time to think point like was your like uni degree based on what your parents wanted you to do or was it actually something you wanted to do my parents never really like pushed me into accounting i kind of went there because it was i knew that they both did it and it would be really good to have people that knew about it when i went into it but I could have just as easily done computer science. I'm glad I didn't. But computer science or anything like that. Yeah. What about you, C? I feel like Caroline was like, I'm going to do anything to do with marine, marine biology. So Sharks. <laughs> well, like, when I was, I was telling someone this the other day when I was at school. And I remember I had a career change quite a few times, like, in my mind. So in the beginning, when I was, like, 12, I remember like searching on the internet like what is the job that you can study the ocean with and it came up with marine biology and i was like ah there is something you can actually study that has to do with the ocean i told my parents about it and they were like it's not gonna get you money like you're not gonna earn anything and i was like oh basically saying it wasn't a real job and then i had like some moments where i was like oh maybe i'll like do theater or something and go into like directing so i thought that would be a choice and then for some reason there was like a year where i was convinced i was going to become a dentist oh my god me too yeah oh, i was my just word. so convinced. why no because literally you earn so much money oh yeah a dentist. but then apparently you have to be like you have to study for seven years yeah to it's like a becoming a doctor yeah. but like specializing in teeth and i was just like yeah. oh i don't know if that's for me and my parents were like yes be a dentist you're gonna earn so much money and be so successful and then i was like but will mm. I be happy? I just, <laughs> so last minute, I was like, now nah, I'm going back to marine bi- biology. And at mm. that point, I was like 17, 18. So my parents couldn't say anything at that point. Mm. It's so nice. Then, I like that. She said her parents couldn't, couldn't say, say anything. anything. Yeah. So, just want to say about the, Caroline. The, <laughs> when it comes to first generation immigrant in England, or maybe abroad generally, mm. there's still that, like, your parents still have this expectation of, like, mm. you being either a lawyer a doctor an engineer oh, it's the same as studying computer all of mother, when you and like mother, as long as you live same, yeah. as long as you live under the roof though it's Do their you know rules what? though sometimes I, my parents never actually put that out there i mean in my head i thought that that's what they wanted but when i actually sat down and had a chat with them they were like you know you can do what you want we just want you to have a good backup plan because you can go and become a magician on the street like go do that <laughs> but like have something that you can fall back on mm. and i was like you know what? i understand that yes i have more the same. than my that. parents were like oh if you study something like marine biology at least you can become a biology teacher if you can't find a job ouch <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding no, they check. seriously said that and that's why after i finished um mm. After I finished my master's, mm. I saw there was an internship at my old school 
um, to be a teaching assistant. So I did it for four weeks. In Singapore? Yeah, just because I was like, oh, maybe I might have to end up doing teaching. So I thought I'd try it for four weeks. I actually really liked it and had a newfound respect for teachers <laughs> because I was like, I it is tough. <laughs> it is a tough job. And was I it like secondary school? For, um, it was like primary... year seven to year 13, a mixture. Ooh, so I joined, I like one. helped out with classes doing like experiments. I did some one-on-one tutoring. I did everything, did some class planning, That's did some... So um, put teachers together out some, there, yeah, teachers out there, loads of respect. I know, like a few of my friends are also teachers as well. Yeah. I just I love kids, but I can't do with kids nowadays. And it was really interesting because there were teachers that had taught me. Ooh. And then obviously, what was that vibe like? So it was weird because obviously I, you know. I never saw the other side of the like the um, staff room door and obviously I was in the staff room and I was sat there and it was just so funny how like they'd come in and they'd just like relax and suddenly like let all their anger out and be like this kid was doing this or that oh, kid was word. doing that and it's just like oh man they are really stressed out and you really yeah. see like the other side of it but yeah. they put on this front to all the children just to like make sure that you know there's a respect they there. have respect and like for the children and then it just gave me like I told them this as well I said look like I have this newfound respect for you all just teachers in general after I've seen it after the yeah. four weeks of working there and um it was really sweet actually because I was the oldest intern there because a lot of them were still at uni so they were like first or second years mm. and I, I'd just done a master's so obviously I was you know like yeah Yeah, for real (laughs) i could have i could have gone and like studied teaching if i Mm -hmm. wanted to and then gone into teaching but so i was probably at that age where i was transitioning into like proper adult you know job whatever um but it was it was really cute because after the four weeks they did like a little leaving party for me and everything and they were like oh we're really gonna miss having you around here so i felt really part of like the, the community. teaching community because yeah. they are tight like that yeah the teachers, they are they and band I think, together I think if they I think they also saw that I had this respect for them after it because mm. I really was like do you need help here do you need help there like I'm willing to just be there yeah and mm. the weird part is is because teachers are so in their own world when it comes to like planning classes and everything that they don't realise like help is there unless you ask them and you're like oh. so if you're ever any teaching assistants out there or planning on doing an internship <laughs> at a school um just literally throw yourself out there and just be like do you need help because yeah. they they don't have time to stop and be like i need, I need help. help yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, um, that's what i found when i worked in a school that's, that's so cool. cool i didn't actually know that you did that that is it was i knew you did weeks. an internship yeah. but i didn't think i, I knew what it was. it was kind of like in between after I did my masters and I didn't know what to do and with I was your like, life, yeah. Yeah, and I thought like I'll go back home see my Just parents. putting that out there. No one knows what Nobody to do knows. with their life yeah. after uni. I mean I, I graduated um after studying accounting and finance and that's something that you pretty much know what you're gonna do as soon as you finish. You're gonna either become accountant, gonna become a finance analyst. That's pretty much the path you're gonna go or down. Or not do something to or do not, with it. Or just kinda go on another path. <laughs> I realized it was a mistake. <laughs> I mean I went through that crisis of for two years where I was just like I finished my degree and it was a struggle to get to the end i must say third year was probably the worst year of my we life we all made it through no mate you so made it through like, when i was crossing the graduation path to get my certificate my teacher was standing at the end and he was like i can't believe you did it and i was like <laughs> believe it. i did it goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> but yeah like at the end of it i really didn't know what i was going to do and luckily i got a job in something that i never thought i would get into it um side note Tino is the reason why I have the job right I have right now, by the way. 
and yeah that's a whole other story that's a whole other story <laughs> but um i'm so like glad for it because it was a place where i could actually kind of get my footing i mean make all my mistakes because when you come out of uni and you go straight into a professional environment you are not ready to be in that environment you when you're at uni you're in a bubble you are in <laughs> yeah, a weird is, bubble it's a weird bubble that yeah. like a lot more people are becoming part of but then mm-hmm. it's becoming the norm yeah so nobody knows anything but that yeah. sort of life exactly and then when you leave and you get into a professional environment you actually realize that you know what you did at uni was pretty weird like yeah. it wasn't normal stuff <laughs> nothing about that no it's but, like they don't teach you anything that you actually need to know no no, no one does oh my gosh oh so i i did like a financial planning thing for the first time not by myself but i had to really went to a bank and was like mm. help me sort out my saving like life and all that and this lady was explaining everything to me and i was just thinking why can't this be school? What, like, why can't I learn this things? in school? She was like, do you know about mortgages? I was like, I know from what my parents have told me. Yeah. And she explained it again. And what I was just I've like, searched on Google. It make, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, it all makes sense. But why is this not something that has been taught? Because I did mm. maths in uni. And as that seems like, oh, there's so many weird things you can do with maths, which is yeah. great. Yeah, because like, every company, you can mm. go finance if you focus on finances. You can go like teaching and all of that stuff. Like I said, I can't teach. I feel I will feel very bad for those kids. But <laughs> I like I just had no idea what I was gonna do. No clue. And then one afternoon on my way from lunch during my masters, Tina was like, Do you have a CV? And I was just like, Huh? <laughs> she was like, You did you're doing a consulting module, aren't you? And I said, Yeah, and I said, Well, I have a consulting CV and she went, Send it to me now. And oh I was my like, God. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know you got Sharon the job. Yeah, I know. They were looking for people like her. And I was just like, okay, cool. So I just forwarded her my CV. And then I think it was like a few days later, you went, oh, go to this link, fill in the application. I was like, do it now. Do it now. now. (laughs) To be fair, it took me like two weeks to fill it out. Because when you know, like when you fill in application forms, they have all these questions and then you're like, wait, I need to think this through before I put something stupid on there. And so I had to, I, I remember copying and pasting the questions onto Word and each day I'd like go in and be like, and oh just write it in mm-hmm. and fill out my answers to make sure I'm writing what I know and like oh the right God. thing See, when I, some of them you probably have to elaborate a little bit more when but... I applied for my job I did it in like an hour and a half what? yeah because like so I was so fed up because at that point obviously I was in Singapore and I did this internship and after that at the same time I was applying for jobs thinking oh I'll get a job in Singapore and I applied for all these environmental biology related jobs like there was one for like working in a water quality um like a reservoir testing water quality there was another one for like working in um like data management all these like statistical analysis all these like lab technician sort of jobs that were paying like minimum not minimum wage but like 16k a year you know and it's not much for it's beginning salary i'd say for Mm -hmm. a science technician lab technician job but then i applied for maybe like 20 jobs and none of them got back to me yeah and i was like i was like okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go back to the uk like i couldn't stay in singapore because my work visa was running out so i went back to the uk lived in a studio um studio flat with my boyfriend and then literally like was applying for jobs and it was around like christmas time and i was like oh it was a really miserable time um and i was like what am i going to do with my days like i have no job whatever so i actually started working what volunteering in a charity shop so i worked in the um british heart foundation for like two three months and just i did it for free i didn't get paid but i was like well if it means i can get some sort of like 
um, experience working in a shop, like as like customer service experience, mm-hmm. then maybe I could get a job in like Tesco's. That was my ambition to work in like Tesco's. No. Yeah. Not so, that there's anything, there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. With a but when you have a master's, yeah, I, was like, biology. I was like, oh shit, like yeah. I'm going to be really like, I'm going to be underqualified. Like this is it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I was like, oh. And um, yeah, and then I saw an ad for my, um, for the job that I have now and it was around like Christmas time. So I applied for it. And then on the day that I graduated from my master's, I found out that I got an interview, but I had to book the interview after Christmas. So it was only until like middle of January that I did the interview. And then so I came to Weymouth and like had the interview. It was the first time I'd ever been to Weymouth, looked around, was like, yeah, it's quite nice. Seaside town, not that much different to Plymouth. Actually nicer than Plymouth, I'd say. Ooh. Way nicer. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Actually, there was an actual beach for starts. <laughs> yeah. And then um, and then I got an email saying like, oh, you've been put on the reserve list. So I was like, oh, maybe that's a polite way of them saying, no, you didn't get the job. I think I remember coming to Plymouth around that time. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah, had the, yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'll just see what happens. So I continued like applying for other jobs. And then one day I got a call from who's now my boss. And it was like, oh, is this Caroline? By the way, um, we've got two positions and we'd like to give one to you. And I was like, I no remember way. you calling. My word. Oh, I was, I was uh-huh. so excited. Yeah, I remember. I remember. So like, I just come back from Plymouth. We had, I had a weekend in Plymouth. This was in February as well. And we just talked about it. You were saying how you just were like, I just want to get a job. And I was like, look, Caroline, it's fine. Like you have all the, you've applied for us, like all the jobs. Yeah. It's fine. You did the interview. It's going to be okay. Got to work on Monday, I believe, or maybe, and then it was like on the Tuesday or probably on the Monday. I get a phone call from Caroline. You were crying as well at this point. I was crying too. And I thought, happiness. oh no, what has happened? I was, I was thinking the worst. I was like, is her mom okay? Is it, what is oh, going on? Man. I remember stepping out of the office, you know, the room I was mm-hmm. in. The, and I you literally, were like whispering I was like, phone. Caroline, hold on a sec. I'm going to step out. And then she goes, I got the job. But because I'm in office, I couldn't scream, yeah, but I was like, like in the hallway so dancing. Happy. I was like, oh, I could not speak. Yeah, I remember I that. Like, I'm so happy for you. That's and it great. was one of those moments because he just said, finally, I just mm. knew it was a job like I was like, Caroline yeah. would love. She wanted this job so bad. You're I actually think. an inspiration that you actually got your dream job now. I know. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't That's say amazing. it's like the dream job, but it, it is the best that I could probably do good. for now. You know, like there are probably b- bigger jobs out mm-hmm. there just you have to start somewhere and I think no, this is the best I could have started at. But like honestly start. like three months later in May when we all went to Bournemouth and you and we're all like so how's everyone finding the jobs and Caroline was like I love my job <laughs> everyone was like and everyone was like okay Caroline <laughs> that makes one of us and then Beth also I was d- like I enjoy my job I, just, I mean no. I don't I don't dislike my job but my job has so, certain challenges that I've never but met I have, in other the thing is I, I have the same like yeah. I, I do like working doing what i do i think the main concept and my aim my aims and objectives are really good yeah i agree with that i do struggle with like other aspects of it like you know certain colleagues and certain projects certain deadlines yes i I think everyone (laughs) has that problem but then you deal with so many different types of personalities when you get into a professional environment because if you think about it you're all coming from different backgrounds Mm. and you're just kind of merged together yes you have the same sort of career aspirations or you're interested in that same field but it's just some personalities that you just don't mix with yeah not not just jobs (laughs) (laughs) so true that is completely true but let's reverse back so uni Mm. in terms of how i 
ended up studying maths. In you in school I was just good at music, but the practical side of music and maths. Like those were my favorite subjects. Mm. Sixth form I I did not do well in physics whatsoever. Oh, I, I, I when I say I did not, disgusting. I I was embarrassed that I even picked physics as an option at the end of well, it. For A levels. For A levels, what it was a mistake. Bad. What <laughs> a mistake. I wish I and then so yes, I did math for the math, physics and music. Like music was meant to be my fun option to just relax from the other mm. three. Mm. And then I realized how tough music was because mm-hmm. music theory was so much harder than I thought it was going oh, to be. Gosh, yes. Yeah. And it then is. I got my AS results and I thought, okay, for university options. At this point, if, like think about it, like we're 17. Yeah. Almost yeah, 18 at that time. That time. Yeah. So I thought, okay, worst case scenario, I still need something a little lighthearted. Music was still a little bit that much of a lighthearted subject to go yeah. with. But I dropped further math. Even though I didn't even do very well in physics either. But anyway, did some retakes for physics. Again, at the end of it, did not do well in physics. And at that point, I was still thinking meant mechanical engineering. And then towards the end of sixth form, when we were applying for unis and stuff, I just thought, I remember talking to my mom and I was like, I can either do music and math as a combo. And my mom went, okay. Like, <laughs> I rolled in thinking, um, okay, I don't think you can handle two subjects at once. Especially you can barely music. handle like three. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to study music. But like I said, um, first generation immigrant. That's not. That's an not a choice. Like no. you're not but gonna earn money. There's nothing in the music wrong with industry. studying music, but the thing is, with when you study like straight music, you're actually studying the history of music. See, I was more towards the music performance mm. part, not the music theory part. The theory part is fun though. Eh. Well, agree to disagree. On that one. <laughs> I enjoyed some aspect of it. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but I just knew university level, I would probably struggle with that. Yeah. So what and then what did I have left? I had mathematics and I was just like, you know what? I'm not like the best math student ever, but I do enjoy doing math. So I did the math and hence I ended up doing math. So I did a foundation year. Again, I didn't get like the best grades in yeah. math, but the foundation year turned out to be A level, AS level for the maths, which I'd already done. So I found that year quite easy as well. And so it was in that year. I don't think I met you, but I met some of your friends. And oh. then the, my official first year later, I joined the basketball committee in Plymouth. I was as treasurer. Mm. And that's when I met Tino at the sports fair. Don't. Let, so. me, let me tell you about that, this meeting. This, this is the funniest story oh, ever. I've never heard this. Okay, so basically, I was walking to the sports fair, uh, uh, fair in my second year. Because I'd come from... I'm going to go back and say... <laughs> Um, I had the same sort of thing as Sharon where I didn't quite know what I wanted to do at uni after I got my results I'd thought I was going to do dentistry or biomedical science literally I, I tried all the medical things because I really had an interest in that but I just didn't get that biology grade which is why I had to go through clearing I ended up getting into uh, accounting and finance um, it was okay but I just didn't really push myself because like Sharon said when you're a first generation immigrant and you go to university in a new place you kind of get so like also caught up in everything happening around you and i'm one of those people that's like a goldfish i'll just get like excited about everything i'm like this 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 and i just i got so caught up in that kind of world in my second year i decided i'm gonna actually do things so i went to the sports and societies fair and i'm walking through and i was like you know what i played netball in school let me just let me just go like let me just go sign up for netball so i'm waiting in the line for netball and i'm like yeah i'm gonna sign up i had my 30 pounds ready (laughs) i was like yeah i'm so for this and the girls seemed okay-ish from 
the back. I step forward and then I get hit in the head with a ball and none of them apologize. And I was like, oh, oh my God, amazing. Oh no. <laughs> but me, who doesn't like confrontation or anything like that, I stayed she just in the line, <laughs> paid my 30 pounds, signed up and never went. Because I was like, oh. I'm so, I just, I can't deal with confrontation. And I was just like, why did I, why did I do this? I could have walked away. And as I was walking away, poorer. <laughs> I ran into this girl that I'd seen around because most of the people I hung out with did like oh math degrees and stuff. And that's how I met Sharon. And she's like, yo girl. <laughs> exactly like this. Yo girl, sign up for basketball. I did not sound like that, I hope. That's exactly but how you sounded. Fresh from America. Oh, yeah, that's America. Yeah, that summer. Yo girl, come, come join basketball. And I was like, okay. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. It was myself and Shannon. And like, Shannon, and yeah. I think there was one more person, Sandra, and we're all like trying to get people Pe- to sign up because we just needed people. Yeah. And I think then Shannon was like, oh, Tina. And I thought, who's this mixed race girl? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Disclaimer I am not mixed race. I'm just really light. Just super I'm light. Just really light. <laughs> but skinny. we love her anyway. It took me a while. I anyway. But no, but I mean, at the time, I didn't know her mm-hmm. that well, but I'd seen her around. And then it turned out that. I was in foundation year. I was in the same classes as now your ex boyfriend. But that was how I met Moving Tino. that one and to the side. <laughs> and honestly, I think with you joined, we played some games and went to a game. We're not going to disclaim what our actual bonding moment was. <laughs> but some, like we had a discussion. And we just game, clicked. And we just clicked. And I was like... Church. It, it, church as well. Like, oh, yeah. We're talking about all our like, African roots Afri- and church and stuff. It was great. She literally was my lifesaver at uni. She Aww. she brought me back to church when I was in a place where I was really lost. Yeah, so. I did. Like, I was like, Tina, do you want to come to church with me today? And I was like, and no. she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, do you want to come to church with me today? I, I mean, you came like once eventually. But you came with food, so. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> food was my persuading tray. That's how we became friends. And that's how myself Aww. and Tino became friends. And we lived and together. Then, yeah. yeah, and then we lived together in uni till Tino graduated, but I was there one more year. Mm. And then, yeah. And then we met Caroline the year after. Was it yeah. that same year? It must no, have been. It, was, it was my first year. So then... that's your second year, and that was my yeah, that's, kind uh, of first year. Yeah, it was the, it's the year. same year. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, because like that first. No, I was. Was I chair or was I treasurer when you? You were came? treasurer. Mm-hmm. I think, okay. Because, so I was my first year. And I remember coming to the sports fair, and I kind of had this like thing where I was like, okay, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do basketball. I'm finally gonna do it because I had this like, I don't know. There was this goal to just. Try, do something outside my comfort zone. I don't yeah, know why nice. I do this to myself. No, but that's I, good. No, that's I good. always force myself into doing things I don't want to do, and then I end up liking it. <laughs> but at the time when I make the decision to do it, I'm like, this is so stupid. I never yeah. want to do this again, Lord. and I hate myself for it. And then at the time, and later on, I'm like, actually, I really like this. This is a good idea. But I just basically went by myself to the basketball stall. I remember um, Sharon and Shannon yeah. being there, I and you we guys had... were really stressed out. <laughs> well, okay, I was stressed because at that time in Plymouth it was still like cash in hand that's yes, how people had to pay mm-hmm. so I'd have to like once I got a certain amount of money I'd have to run downstairs mm. and like hand it in and then come back up like, and enter people's details you had to like type it in the computer it was so long and the computer was having issues <laughs> it was in French because one of yes, the girls had a French yeah. and everyone was typing their names and they were like that's not what I pressed though I was yeah. like it's a French laptop I don't know yes because I remember coming over and I had like 30 pounds ready to pay and I was just like hi I'm joining basketball <laughs> and you were like oh my god okay wait um <laughs> 
I think we eventually just stopped to people, which is like, write your names down. You were like, here's the t-shirt, here's your bag, here's, just take it. And I was like, okay, when's training? And they're like, all the details will be sent out to everybody on email. And you were like, just type all your stuff on here, like type it on the story, it's a French keyboard. And I was like, okay. And then I remember coming to, I don't know, like. I think, did you do Freedom Field? Did you do tryouts? Yes, we went to Freedom Fields, did the whole like, not not tryouts. It wasn't tryouts then, it was more I didn't do Freedom Field. And then I just said I wanted to play for fun, so I was like, I'm just going to do second second team mm-hmm. whatever and then first year i didn't social i didn't come to any of the socials i remember because i was like mm-hmm. i just wanted to be on the low, low no, but I, I, didn't. I don't think you came yeah but like i always remember it was you and laura came as a pair yeah we mm. came to training and then i, and I you always everyone. came to training yeah and then like you're the dedicated duo i remember yeah, that i always mm-hmm. came to training on a friday and then second year just before second year started i remember that just before that summer we had the agm for choosing oh, yeah. who's going to be. I, I, we were in that room for a while. <laughs> and I remember, a lot happened in that AGM. And I remember thinking, like, I've kind of had my head down for ages. And then you were like, right, we need a vice chair. And I just went, like, hand, <laughs> hand up. Whatever. Wait, we were all committee members at the same time. Yeah. 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 You were treasurer. Yeah. You I was chair. chair. You were vice chair. I didn't really know you. I was actually quite scared of you at the time. Uh, okay. Yeah, she's, quite, she's quite a scary person. Wait, excuse me. I was a bit like... I was a bit like, oh, I don't know anyone. But then I thought, hmm, what should I do that's completely like, because I was single at the time. I had nothing really. No, no I wasn't. Oh, yeah, we all just. It was like, it, there was like a period of like, I don't know, maybe like four or five months where I was I was single. Really I long thought, time. Really long time. Maybe probably longer, to be fair. Ooh. But anyways, I was like, what do I do? Like, I have all the freedom to do whatever I want. And no one's going to just, I have no judgment, whatever. So I was oh. like, I was just like vice chair yeah i'll do it and then, sure, then yeah and then i remember everyone literally turned around and looked at me like who is who that, is that? <laughs> yeah like, who's in the back of the room yeah, I, I still remember where i was sat in that room as well really yeah i, I remember white stuff i remember standing down, yeah, yeah. and then you were, you were all like right caroline's vice chair <laughs> that's great and you were all like really enthusiastic about something wanting to do a position no because, because the year before when out. i was like when i became treasurer i didn't even volunteer to be treasurer i was oh, picked and then and the reason i was picked was because i was the only person that studied math Maths, that was yeah. going to be left on the team and myself shannon was like okay i'll do second team captain charlie went for social sec and then it was myself Brilliant. left yeah. and i was just like and they were like Shannon, you studied math you're treasurer i was like okay <laughs> and it turned out to be one of the best things that happened to me you know. i was gonna say you I would were say the same. I was really good she was really good chair as well by the way like, i mean you were both chair well the thing is i didn't realize now i've realized over the past years that vice chair basically ends up being chair at some point <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it's not just in sports, not just in sports but in general, in general like, like and i thought oh vice chair just ends up helping the chair but it doesn't didn't realize that you actually get handed the position eventually <laughs> yeah. so come the next year of i was like so i will i literally was like i nominate I literally I went, I nominate Caroline as chair. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, Caroline, yeah, Caroline. And I was like, cool, she's chair. I was like, I don't really have a choice. I and kind of got... I remember that. Oh, that was fun. But yeah, that was a fun... That's basically how we all... But then I made it like my life goal to like make sure we went on tour. I was like, <laughs> oh my going word. on tour. Tour came okay. back. Can from... I just say, I tour is a back. whole different episode of this podcast. Yeah, oh my word. Tour. But I think like we've rambled on for a while. But I mean, in summary of it all, University is what you make it to be, I think, at yes. the end of it. And, like, choosing what you study seems like hell on earth. But after you do it, just, like, be yourself. And I think, like, most people get the jobs they want eventually. And even if it's not a job you want, you just learn. Life is, think, 
Life yeah. just gives you what like you need in that moment in time. And help each other out. Like oh yeah, honestly, Thank like you, Tino, no, my job. no, I don't mean like that. But I just mean your friends that you make at uni. They're the ones that were there through like the difficult parts. They can actually help you in the next stage. They become family. Yeah, exactly. Just because you're not near them, it doesn't mean that you don't have the same sort of closeness. Just pick up the phone and call them. For goodness' sake. I understand. It's like a lot of weird. I have said this in the past that sometimes like you get missed calls and stuff. But when you actually eventually meet up, it's like nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah. yeah. It's literally I nothing mean, has changed. Things have changed. <laughs> like in, individualized. <laughs> so I mean like your interaction is still oh, what it so used yeah. to be. I think your friendship hasn't hasn't changed. Yeah. It's actually strengthened. I find that when you have distance, you actually Distance learn. makes the heart grow. Yeah. Harder. And the thing is, because you have things to actually like catch up on and yeah, talk about. Exactly. Whereas when you're at uni and you see everyone every day, you're kind of like, oh, how's the weather today? <laughs> or like, like, get out of my face. <laughs> get yeah. out of my face. Oh gosh! So much. <laughs> oh, she's coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but oh, but so yeah, funny. our uni experience was so different. But this was more like an introduction to my friends and how they found adults in. And um, because I have mentioned my friends, and I feel like a lot of people thinking, does she really have friends or does she mention friends? So there they are, my Sharon two besties. Friends. <laughs> I mean, she has friends. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> I mean, she has really good friends. We're, we're no, here. but these are my best my girls, and I do love them to bits. So if if you want to see them more episodes let me know i have got a few feedback as well thanks y'all so you can follow on instagram twitter facebook it's help exclamation point i am an adult on each of i i am an adult on each of them and um yeah hope to hear from you guys soon and let me know again if you want to hear more episodes just give me a shout holler at your girl bye y'all say bye, bye. guys <laughs> bye bye